Hello, beautiful lady, and welcome to episode 20 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. Every single week, I get more and more um, wow (laughs) about the fact that these episode numbers are just going up and up, and it is so amazing. Thank you, beautiful, so much for listening. If you are new here, hello, welcome. My name is Janelle, and I'm so grateful to have you listening to this podcast. Uh, My aim for you is that you take a little piece of wisdom, a bit of goodness away with you into your week, and you action it. And it will allow you to feel more confident, more self-belief in yourself and where you are going. This week, we have a very special guest. Her name is Briar Dan. She lives down south in New Zealand. She is such a beautiful human inside this episode. You're going to hear exactly how we came to know each other and you will be so inspired. This lady has gone from a career, by the way, she has four kids. Uh, She's gone from four kids, a career that she really loved to a total transition to a massive passion of hers. And she is now working on having this be the thing that she does for her life. Ah, so exciting, so inspiring. Make sure you listen to it, take notes. Bri says a lot of really, really good stuff in there. And I feel like she says better stuff than what I could say right now. So let's get into it. This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle, and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Briar, I am so grateful to have you on this week's episode. I don't know if you know, but what I normally do with guests is we do a little quick fire this or that to get to know you. How does that sound? Sounds fun. Beautiful. Card or cash? Cash. Fizzy or kombucha? Oh, kombucha. (laughs) Working as a team or working alone? Oh, team. Cool. Coffee or hot chocolate? coffee um this is an interesting one hats or headbands oh neither but i'll say headbands <laughs> i actually agree with you i'm a neither as well anytime i put on a hat i'm like oh this feels so weird they look strange yeah if i put on a headband i look like i joined some religious sect <laughs> <laughs> but i like them i like them on other people Yes, yes, I feel that. Okay. Uh, Do you need to sleep with quiet or can you, are you one of these people that can like fall asleep anywhere, no matter the noise? Um, Quiet, I'll say quiet. (laughs) Okay. And last one, run or walk? Oh, I would have always said run, but look, I'm getting older. I'm going to go walk. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with a beautiful walk. I love them. It's a sign of like almost being 40 that I said walk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, all good. Okay, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for that. I feel like, you know, we know you a little bit more, but before we go in further into the questions, why don't you start off by telling us more about you? Like, what would you like us to know about you? Oh, that's such a big question. Um, What would I like you to know about me? Well, I am a mum and a wife, so I've got four children. And they are in that kind of middle age, so that age between 8 and 13. So I only have one teenager. And I am a trained occupational therapist. And I actually have loved that profession. It's such a positive profession. I've worked with kids and I've worked with brain injury, which I've really loved. Um, What else? 
I'm like a really silly humid person. I am very, I'm quite an easygoing person, but I like to do well. <laughs> like I like to, yeah, I probably like to please a little bit too much sometimes. Um, yeah, I like to have fun and I'm a people person. But I'm not the world's biggest extrovert, but I'm not an introvert either. That just really frustrates me, the whole thing. There's got to be a third thing. <laughs> <laughs> so then that, that being said, you're not an extrovert, you're not an introvert. How do you feel about being on a podcast? Oh, maybe I just like talking. I actually, <laughs> I'm quite happy to be on a podcast. Beautiful. I always feel like I have lots of things I want to share. So um, I feel sorry for my children because they obviously get lots of speeches. <laughs> Or maybe it's a good thing for my kids. I don't know. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the Girls Get Confident podcast today. I really wanted to get you on. Like you and I, you found me through our Girls Get HQ Instagram. And then you won a giveaway that we had going, which was awesome and so cool. And then, you know, I've been following along your journey and watching you on social media. And then out of nowhere, I just see that you've painted this amazing painting and it is absolutely stunning and as soon as I saw that I was like this woman there is so much more to her than what I knew and I just thought I would love for you to I guess share the story of you getting back into your painting now how long have you been painting for well that's always a tricky question because I um have painted probably you know you know if you kind of like art you kind of do crafty things as a kid and then I started, I loved art in high school, like it was my favorite subject ever. Um, and I would spend all my lunchtime in the art room. And I did want to, I did think about studying fine arts, but that's a slightly different story. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was actually studying occupational therapy, I did start doing some paintings on some more permanent materials, but just for fun, really. So yeah, maybe oh, since high school was probably a good answer for that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what was it that led you to stop painting in the first place? Because I, I, I have no idea what this answer is going to be from you, but all I know is that I followed you for, let's say six months. Didn't, you know, I knew that you had your oils. I knew that you're really passionate about like natural, healthy living, but then to see this stunning painting, can you just, first of all, tell us your Instagram. So the ladies listening can go and see your paintings and follow oh, you as well. Firstly, thank you for the compliments. That's really, it means a lot. Just nice to have nice feedback. Um, my Instagram is just briar.dan.art. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, there's not too many ways, ways to spell all that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'll link um, to it in the show notes anyway. So what led me to stop? Well, I think it's not, I, it's not a full stop. So what led me not to study fine arts was that my parents at the time sort of said to me, Look, do you want to be an art teacher and in their minds that was the only avenue for someone who had studied art that you know it was never going to be a career that you know the only thing you would be good for as a teacher so I sort of said oh no so um we looked around and I really actually do love working with people so at the time in my late teens I thought you know a health care profession would be really good and I think occupational therapy was a really good choice for me because it's quite a creative profession it's very positive it's working with people helping people and you can kind of use um, more creative arty things within that if you want to so that's what led me not to do fine arts now when so I kind of imagined that I would get at this proper job work in health which was cool 
and then when I had my family which I kind of viewed as something I always wanted to have a family so I thought well when I have my family is when I will pursue art I'll probably study art I'll probably do my art when I have a family Mm -hmm. um of course I really had no idea what having a family was like um at that point I didn't realize I'd have four children I (laughs) wanted busyness we we wanted a busy family but I I probably didn't realize what that busy family would be like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so instead of you know, spending my days painting with my little cherubs playing under my feet, you know, there was very little space for me to want to be creative when our children were small. So there was a couple of points where I kind of tried to start painting. Mm-hmm. And literally, if I started painting, there'd be this easel in the middle of the lounge with canvas on it, and then there'd be folded or not even folded washing everywhere. I would just neglect the house. Um, <laughs> because I probably tend to be someone who gets into something and then focuses really hard on that as well. So it was just not easy to juggle the everyday demands of being a mum and trying to paint at the same time. And then, of course, you've got toddlers and things all around you trying to get into paint. It just was I never had the physical or mental creative space to really pursue it, like I imagined. Mm. But a couple of times I kind of created a couple of collections of paintings and then um, sold them at a market or sold some in my parents' local gallery. Um, so I did try at a couple of points, but only for like I probably would have done a six month spirit of it and then I would have stopped mm-hmm. um and then I um, when my youngest child turned three basically two days before she started I got a job because I was feeling that kind of obligation to contribute to the family mm. and so I got this part-time job which was really cool I really loved it um it kind of filled me up in other ways in terms of interacting with people putting on a different hat you know, contributing in the healthcare sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really did enjoy it, but I got to the point where I really craved, I started like craving to paint and I probably didn't paint. Maybe I painted one painting in the last three years, but not really a lot. Like just didn't have time, didn't have physical space. Always so many demands. We live on a lifestyle block. Mm. There's always so much to do. And then working and driving children around basically consumed up the rest of my hours. And so, yeah, I, I think... I started thinking, well, if I could just give up my job, then I could paint. So I started looking at ways to create income so that I could replace my income so that I could paint. Mm-hmm. So um, you probably don't know this, but, you know, you mentioned my oils before. I, I really do. I genuinely love essential oils and I love natural things and all that. And I just thought this is my, like it's a network marketing company. This is my way of making money so that I can replace my income. And then when I've replaced my income, I'll be able to drop my job and I'll be able to pursue art and painting. Because I, yeah. I, I guess I felt that obligation with my family mm. to like to keep that income that, I, that I'd started, even though it was only like a small portion of our family income. So that's what really drove me to do the network marketing business. Interesting. So, yeah. so the, it sounds to me like the things that you've done over the past few years have all been to allow you to get back to your painting yeah it almost wow. felt like a different dream that I was working up so that I could have that dream of actually pursuing art and because you know like the income side of art is still in some regards an unknown quality to me and just you know I felt like I had to get the income before I could do it I, mm-hmm. it was I think it's possibly not correct now that I look at it from a different angle but that's what my motivations were at the time 
Interesting. Was this maybe a bit too personal? Hopefully not. Was this something that you had discussed with your husband? Like this, this idea in your head that you had to replace that or that, you know, there was no option for you um, in your mind to have six months to, um, I guess, take a step back and then to really get into painting and to create that for yourself as that financial. I think there's two things involved in that. One, I didn't see the, I didn't have the belief in myself wow. that I could make that into an income at that yeah. point. So I guess I had, or I don't know if I had the belief or never had looked for the belief mm. in my art. Mm. And number two, and I, this is probably why I mentioned it earlier, I do have that people pleasing aspect to my personality mm-hmm. uh, that, that is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. As I'm getting older, I'm like shaking it off and I'm learning not to do that. But um, that people-pleasing side of me was running with the obligation of like bringing something into the family. Mm. So I think I hadn't really thought of it as a serious thing or really seriously bought it, before, like talked to my husband about it. Mm. It was more just my like secret little driver that were driving me to do this other business. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty interesting the way we behave. <laughs> and so do you want to share how you got from having these side things say around oils and whatever other um businesses you were doing plus working that has now led you here where you are actually painting again and you've got some pretty exciting stuff in the works too yeah sure thing well I think firstly last year all year I started like having almost fantasies about <laughs> paintings like yeah. there was these paintings that I wanted to do for years that have been in my mind and like I might have saved a photo or something and I started daydreaming about painting so it was almost like I started to really crave it so that was number one um number two was around and some people might not understand this or agree with us and that's totally fine with me but mm-hmm. I was someone who because I am naturally minded questioned medical decisions and of course everyone is aware of the situation we're in with Mm -hmm. um, COVID and everything and vaccinations so I kind of stood back from that decision for a while with my colleagues going off to get it till it got to the point last year where all the mandates came in and I just honestly had the most stressful year last year just looking at it trying to decide what the right thing to do for me was um, yeah what to do with that should I just get this thing that just doesn't sit with my gut Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly I've never been so stressed in my entire life as I was last year mm-hmm. and um, in the end also I have a faith and a belief in God so in the end I thought I can't seem to I looked at all the information on both sides and I thought I can't seem to make this choice I just need to make this a faith decision I just need to bring this before uh, you know in prayer and so I just started tr- instead of trying to look at everything just started trying to listen um, to what you know I connect to as God's voice and I really felt God telling me it's him shifting me out of where I was and into something new. And so I was like, right, this really felt like I felt in my spirit yeah. and in my soul, like this was the right thing that I should, like it's time for me to leave this job that I've been in, even though I've loved it. I had been there for five years. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, obviously talked a lot about this with my husband and he was supportive. He's like, look, you know, at the end of the day you're you're not the main income earner so I guess that that did help in a sense mm. and um, yeah I just couldn't bring myself to 
get this vaccine. So ultimately, I lost my job. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, slightly controversial. Um, obviously, you feel a lot of heat around that. But I know at the end of the day, in my gut and in my spirit, that that was the right thing for me to do. Yeah. So it also kind of coinciding with this whole decision was the, you know, you start thinking, well, if I'm not going to be able to work, what am I going to be able to do? Mm-hmm. And I started to have this real belief kind of like growing in me, like, oh, I can do this. Like, I know I can paint. I know I can sell art because I've sold some art, like, periodically here and there. Um, I've got all these ideas. I just want to get them on a canvas. Mm. Yeah, it was like a belief and a craving all in one. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started saying to people, oh, I'm going to be an artist. And, like, I know I, I, I just believe in myself. And I said to my husband, like, not that he needed convincing I was like just give me time I know I can do this so that's kind of yeah I, I guess circumstantially I found myself doing it for lack of any other option but also I was so excited wow. to have the opportunity. Raya I'm so freaking proud of you and I just I feel like right now I've got goosebumps and my heart is just so happy for you and that was going to be one of my questions um, I didn't have it phrased as God I had it phrased as the universe but it was you know out of the tough few years that we've all had the one feeling that I've had this whole time has been like there has got to be a reason for this and you know within ourselves personally and we can all learn and grow from this and and what I've learned I would say has been similar to you in that my life is up to me and I choose every single day what I do and what I don't allow and the like I'm in so many ways so grateful for the learnings that have come out of the past few years and also that personal strength and just that knowing of like I know myself and I know it's good for me and I know it's not good for me and I'm going to stick with that and whatever way that looks like for any person that is what I have learned through COVID you know it really doesn't matter what choices people make but it's the fact that they own that hey that is actually my choice and I'm so happy for you that you've just like allowed this to naturally start boiling inside of you and just progressing and just being here for it of like okay I'm feeling different I'm getting these like messages and all this stuff and it's actually taking me away from this thing that yeah I do still love it but it's pulling me in this other direction and I'm just going to trust that and go for it because that is not easy it is easy to stay where it is safe you know so I just felt like I really had to acknowledge you for that because I know there will be ladies listening thinking oh my gosh this woman is doing what I want to do but I'm too scared to you know so good on you oh thank you thank you for that yeah I think if I hadn't have had that like really forced decision and I and it hadn't made me really look at it very carefully about what I wanted to do because ultimately that's what it was it's like what do I really want because if I really wanted that job so bad Mm. I would have gone and had it but at the end of the day it just didn't sit with me and I didn't want the job that much in fact perhaps there's a small part of me that just actually perhaps was grateful for the opportunity and the excuse to like get myself out of my nine to five because I would have been there for at least another couple of years I believe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't like I loved it but I wasn't satisfied with it yeah that's so interesting because why would you leave like why would any of us leave a situation if you know, it's kind of like if the alternative isn't strong enough, then we'll always stay. So, you know, uh, that's so beautiful. Now tell us now that you are back painting and that you're really focusing on this and creating this new life for yourself, how does that feel for you? 
it is honestly I can't describe it it just feels so damn good <laughs> like I so um I, I left my job in November there was which was amazing timing because you know I had the school holidays with my kids mm-hmm. and for once they didn't have to go to a school holiday program which was honestly just so good and yesterday I went and watched my kids run the cross country which I haven't had time for anyway that's side um but yeah so once I got back to school in the start of the year I you know got myself set up with my canvases and just to start to get some of those ideas out um yeah it just feels so good (laughs) and um I think because I was so stressed last year to be able to stop and to have this time by myself and this quiet there's something been incredibly healing about it and it's given me a lot of time to kind of chew over what I think about you know obviously the immediate scenario with what happened last year with losing my job but also the larger thing like you're talking about about pursuing what's really important to you and what is really important to me and all that stuff so having the actual physical space has been so good Mm. and you know sometimes I listen to music sometimes I listen to a podcast but some of the best time is when it's actually dead quiet Mm -hmm. so yeah because there's this just real um sense of stillness and I've been able to just connect with other things and other ideas that I haven't had time for so yeah it's been deeply good is what what I would say (laughs) that sounds very soul nourishing and it's so funny that you that you talk to that and use the word specifically stillness because literally my episode just before this um was me doing a little reflection from a retreat that I went to recently and while I was sat there drinking a cacao doing like a cacao ceremony we were in the forest and I have a really tough time connecting with nature for some reason. It's like this little block that I have, but I was there anyway and I was trying and I was just like trying to clear my mind. And what I heard, what was like coming back to me was stillness and just be still and don't fill your time, just, just stillness. And, and now having you talk to that, I'm like, oh my God, yes, I know. I know I'm trying. Like, <laughs> it's just so funny. I feel like you're a mirror right there for what I need, which is hilarious. <laughs> I must say, like, I think I painted for about three or four weeks. And then I started thinking, oh, I'm not a very good introvert. Like, who am I talking to? Mm. You know, like yourself on a canvas is very quiet. And I thought, my husband's actually been working at home as well. So he's been there, but he's always been focused on his work. Mm. And I thought, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm so used to being around people. I'm used to talking. Um, This is such a different space. But then I kind of just went out and mixed with some of the, you know, around some of the school things and found some people to talk to. And then actually now I feel uh, that I've really settled into this different zone it's really Mm. bizarre there's lots of other opportunities to connect with people obviously I have a lot of people around me anyway with just children so um yeah I've just it's just taken me time but I've definitely settled into that quieter space Mm, but I'm frustrated if I don't get it now (laughs) yeah yeah I can imagine it's it's one of those things when you find or you know create this sense of peace within yourself you really notice on those days that you don't have that and you feel like you're a completely different person, you know? So good on you for recognizing that. Um, What is it that you're loving about this new life path that you're on now? Do you know what? I'm kind of enjoying the unknown side of it. Like Mm. 
I, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also grappling with it. Like I'm really in, because I think life anyway is usually about different opportunities that come before you, but you don't usually find those opportunities until you're moving. And so that's the tricky part is that often these things we want to seek out, if we don't start stepping into it, you can just hang back from it for too long. So I'm kind of enjoying the discovery of where it's going. I've already met some really interesting, amazing people mm -hmm. through just stepping out like this and being in the space. Um, yeah, I'm starting to put myself out there a little bit more intentionally in terms of trying to um, make a name. <laughs> I think, you know, you, you don't have to be anybody to do art, but it definitely helps if people know who you are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so just trying to like, muster up the courage and 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 see where it goes and see what opportunities come my way mm -hmm. so I'm enjoying that that is amazing now yeah. you you mentioned a little bit about your younger life when you were younger could you have seen this for yourself oh I'm I've always been incredibly optimistic like I'm naturally an optimistic person mm -hmm. and I think one thing that my parents did very, very well is they were very encouraging and they kind of said things to me growing up like, you know, you can do whatever you set your mind to and those kind of things, which are actually amazing things to say to children because it just gives you the sense of belief that if you want to pursue something, you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. So I think I had that in me already thanks to my parents mm -hmm. that has helped me. Um, did I see myself doing this? Oh, I don't know, but it's so cute because my eight-year-old, you know, she's really wanted to paint and I finally got her some paints because <laughs> hard sharing your supplies. And she's so cute. She comes along and she says, I'm going to be like as good as you and I'm big. So I just think, I mean, no, I'm not answering your question, but no, to you be are. able to do that with my kids that, you know, that they can visualize something like that for themselves is also very cool. And I, I don't know. I think most things in life, it's about finding the belief, isn't it? Mm -hmm. If you've got the belief in yourself, then you've got that platform to work from. And if you if you don't have that belief, I think you've sort of you've got to seek it out. Otherwise, you're gonna it's gonna be harder. <laughs> yeah, that's just my experience. I I absolutely agree with with what you've just said there. And you know that that takes time to build and not all of us mm. unfortunately do get given that when we are young but that's not to say yeah. that we can't create that for ourselves now it just um will take a lot of like self-talk and reassurance and then you're right finding those other people who can see that and see that potential and that desire in you and they can you know support you in bringing that to life and um I'm, I'm exactly the same. Like I've had something that I've always wanted to do and I've never given myself permission to. And on reflection, I was like, why is that? And I think it really is because I just didn't believe that I could do it, you know? And, and once you can come to that awareness of like, actually I'm the only one, one, I'm the only one who can make it happen, but two, I'm the only one who's stopping it from happening as well. Exactly. You know? So you've just got to realize that. And then once you know, you can really start working on that belief in yourself. Cause I, I totally resonate with you. You know, that is such an important, important aspect of it. Really interestingly, this particular belief, um, I almost feel like it was a bit of a gift. Like it just sort of 
came when I was shaken out of my job um it's almost like I just had it yeah um but then in other aspects of my life I've had to work really hard because I've doubted so much and even though I've had that belief at the start I still still grapple with doubt Mm. like not that long ago I was looking on seek going should I be finding a job again (laughs) only in the last like three or four weeks and it's that like one it's that sense of obligation towards providing and two it's that it's the downside of the unknown where you start to get like oh should I be putting all this time and pursuing this thing you know so even though I have had that belief I've still it's still something that it's not perfect and it still needs work and it's still um I've still had to nurture it (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely and I would say that for anything you know like if if we if we don't nurture it and and continue to put the effort in to grow that belief and make that even stronger then of course we're going to lose it and we're only human so we're not going to wake up every day feeling like our dream is going to work for us of course I believe that the universe will test us sometimes and ask us like is this really what you want or do you want yeah. to go back and and do this instead because it's easier for you you know so yeah. um it's just but honestly I think if I went back to like a, a part-time job now I'd I can just see myself slipping back to where I was and I think I would feel so disappointed Mm. that I really because I feel like this is my chance and I've just got to do it I've got to you know do my very best and see where I can take it you've got this you're doing so well already this is such an inspiring inspiring chat I just have one question for you left now what would you say to anybody out there who has a passion that they don't make enough time for or that they've let slip away from their life for the more, you know, pressing things like providing or things like that? Firstly, I would acknowledge how hard it is because especially as a mother, Mm. like it isn't easy to find that time to kind of pursue those things. And Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's our culture as well in terms of that obligation or that sense of, what you should be doing yeah Um, and also uh as soon as you get other people involved in your life it's not just about you so it's also it is tricky you know you acknowledged before that I hadn't ever brought it to my husband like hey I want to do this thing until Mm. the circumstance bought it so what would I say gosh because I personally so strongly believe that people need to bring what they've got like all of us are born with these gifts and talents and quirks and things and if we try and be something different or if we try and pursue things that might be good but not really us we're kind of really not bringing what we've got to the do you know what I mean like because all of us have something really special I believe to offer the world and to other people Mm -hmm. and so I would just say look just let it out in any possible way you can even if it's just a small way like just find a way to do that thing and to give it some chance to um have a have a foot in your life at least so that it has a chance to grow so that you have that forward step so that opportunities might come your way that's what I would say and just don't be afraid yeah to because usually when you pick something up something's going to drop but don't be don't always choose a thing that would please other people mm. or do something because you feel you have to do it um even if it's just small like just find that courage to to speak up a little bit more for 
what's really on your heart and then I think that people often like your family and friends are usually more supportive of your dreams and goals and passions than sometimes you give yourself credit for Mm. hope that made sense of course that made sense I find it really interesting lately I don't know how long it's been but I'm having conversations with people particularly women and then at some point through the conversation we're stopping and being like I hope that makes sense oh, I know, it's and, so and it's this it's this little self-doubt and it's like of course yes. what we're saying makes sense we know our shit we just have to back it oh it's so true yeah as soon as I said that I was like Briar. <laughs> <laughs> I like pulled myself off internally <laughs> well also you got told off now by me too so oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you're probably too young but when I was growing up there was this tv program called Ellie McBeal do you know no, that program? I don't know it oh my goodness it's so good it's this woman and she's a lawyer and she always visualizes what she'd like to do we'll say and mm-hmm. like what she wants to do we'll say in a in like they show you what she wants to actually do yeah. before what she actually does and I just relate so much to that because in my mind often um because I am such a silly I've got such a silly sense of humor I'm always imagining quite silly responses or things but often what I've actually done is quite a conservative or expected response yeah I think it's good for us to actually bust out some of that silly stuff. It makes life much more fun anyway. And why do we always feel so obliged to please other people? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'd say. I'd say to anyone wanting to pursue something that they don't make enough time for, just even if you just find a foot for it, just a little space for it, Mm. just let it have its time and and just put it out there. Mm -hmm. And then just see how that sits with you and see where it goes and see see what comes from it you know it can yeah it could be everything you've ever dreamed of and more and I I have to say I'm not there yet like I've not um replaced my income with my art as yet I have sold some which has been so cool I'm um I've got a body of work going out to an exhibition to the local one next weekend wow and I'm doing this exhibition with another group of women who are just amazing inspirational artists in October so the ball's rolling and um yeah it is it's really super exciting that is so cool and so do you update everything that you've got going on that you're working on on that instagram that you mentioned earlier i try to right i'm i'm not always great at um being on there all the time but i'm trying to have a better presence right right that'll (laughs) help with the profile you know, when you do something and you think, oh, come on, bro, you got to put that up. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep an update of there of where I am and what I'm doing and where you can see my work. And also do um, publicly share my work there uh, when it's available, because just mm. to put it out there to the world. Um, and I have sold a couple of pieces just from showing it online. Yeah. So yeah. And also on my Instagram, I'm showing a little bit about the day to day and um where I'm painting or how I'm doing things or what I'm thinking about things too so if you're kind of curious (laughs) absolutely absolutely and you know that could be just what somebody listening needs to inspire them to go and you know do more of that thing deep inside them that they love that they don't put enough time to so thank you so much Briar it has been amazing having you share some of your story and this amazing exciting and really scary adventure that you're now on like I know it's not easy but good on you for doing it and when you have those days where you just want to go to seek and out of fear or you know discomfort apply for a job good on you for not and just sticking with this Thank you.
thanks for having me on here too. Think it's just really cool to be able to share things with yeah different audiences and and hopefully encourage people to to give things a go. There you have it, episode 20 of the Girls Get Confident podcast with Briar Dan, such a beautiful soul. You can find her Instagram bio in the description below. Go check out her art. She does the most amazing birds. They are so stunning. And if you're in a position where you would like some art for yourself, go check her out and see if she can do a commission piece for you. I know she's been doing some of those recently and no doubt she would love to do more of them. Thank you for listening. Catch you back next week for episode 21.